Hey girls, welcome to the Go Girl Podcast because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Each episode is about self-love, self-care, and self-discovery. Tune in for affirmations, motivation, girl talk, and girl power. Now let's get it started. Go girl. Hey girls, welcome back to another episode of the Go Girl podcast. Mother's Day is this weekend. Whoop, whoop. Happy Mother's Day, ladies. So this episode is dedicated to the women, okay? The expecting mothers, the new moms, the mothers, the grandmas, the nanas, the aunties who step up as moms sometimes, the expecting moms, like all the mamas, all the women, really. So I interview a lot of amazing women on my show. So today's episode is pretty special and unique. I'm going to grab a few clips from previous episodes where I talk to different women about motherhood. We're going to talk about life and love lessons, how your children show up for you just as a human being and not like just as mom, how to reparent your inner child and how to raise a child with secure attachment. So interesting episode. I'm going to play the clips and we'll talk about them. All right. So the very first clip comes from my mama, aka Mama Caprice. And I had her in a couple of years ago for a Mother's Day show. Like she loves the mic. Secretly, she does. She needs her own podcast. Hint, hint. I know she's listening right now. But when I was in radio, she used to come up there to the station sometimes and we give her two cents on some of the conversations or she just liked the vibe of being in a studio and talking a little bit. So I invited her on my podcast to share some life and love lessons that we can learn as women. She has so much wisdom. She's lived a full life, a full vibrant life. So I thought it'd be great to have her on. So she is featured in Go Girl episode number 16, Life and Love Lessons I Learned from My Mother. So you can go check out the episode. But we talk about whether you should give someone a second chance or not when it comes to love. Another love lesson that you told me. You said, if you give someone another chance, it will get worse. And you'll break up for the same reason. <laughs> Why are you laughing? This is what you said. You'll break up for the same reason that you broke up the first time. Is that what I said? Yep. Mm. Those are two separate ones, actually. Yeah. So you said if you give someone another chance, it'll get worse. So what do you think about that? If I told you, that's what I mean. But what do you... Mama, elaborate. Okay, okay, okay. You know, we try to give a person a second chance because we want to believe that we're in love and that they love us and that we're being forgiving and whatever. And almost inevitably that second time ends up hurting a little worse than the first. Mm-hmm. But why do you think that is? Do you think because the feelings are deeper or because they feel like, Oh, she came back. So I'm gonna hurt her again. and I'm gonna make sure I hurt her more. this time. I don't know that they plot it that way. It just ends up that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe because you learned the first time and you were hoping that things would get better because you meant so much to that person. Mm -hmm. But then it really doesn't matter, I don't think, how much they meant to you or you meant to them. Mm -hmm. It's their character to do whatever it was that hurt you. Yeah. So they didn't just stop because you stopped and walked away. 
they just continue acting what was normal for them. It's still who they and are. And still who they are. So you just got caught back up in it and saw that it was the same. And then maybe it ended a little bit differently that hurt even more mm-hmm. than it did the first time. Because now you're kind of blaming yourself because you allowed yourself yeah. to go back into it again, you know. That's true. Um, but then at the same time, it's really not your fault. It's just that you wanted to be trusting. And to me, trust is more important than love. Mm-hmm. I think love we get emotionally attached to people we're attracted to who make us feel good, maybe for the moment or at the wrong moment, mm-hmm. whatever. But then we are emotional beings, women are. And that's how we give of ourselves. And we just want to do everything we can for that person. And of course, if you're doing all of that, then they're going to love you because you're looking out for them and their best interests. Mm-hmm. So we're doing all we can for these people. And then, um, and then, so then when they mess up and we say, oh, shoot, now this hurts my feelings and how could you? I've done all this for you. Right. And then we step back and out of it and then they realize, oh, shoot, I really care for this person. I really miss this person. But what it is that they really care for and miss how you were treating them mm. because it was something that benefited them. You know, because if you don't be given of yourself all the time, then they might can take you or leave you. But it's for that person that really was trying to put forth every effort to make it work. So, Do you feel like then that sometimes the person is just using us Um, or it's just taking advantage or but I, I feel like with relationships, we both do get something from each other because that's why we're in the relationship with each other, right? We would hope so, yeah. yeah. So, But sometimes you can either be so desperate that you're doing out of desperation for a person or it, is, it could be just your character because you are a giving, generous, mm-hmm. compassionate person. So that person really may not start it off using you. It's just that they became accustomed to how you were and how you treated them. But if you learn that after doing all you can for a person, you can't trust that person, then that's when I say trust is more important, you know, because I believe in trying to give my all and loving everybody, so I consider myself a lovable person. Yeah. But I also consider myself someone that can be trusted. Mm-hmm. However, if I'm loving the person that proves to me that I can't trust them, then that's when it smacks. It's time to back off right. and let it go. And even though you may miss and hurt behind not being with them and spending time with them. It's just that for your own well-being, you have to do what's best for you, and sometimes that means cutting it off. Mm-hmm. And, and two, I feel like um, if there is no trust, there is really no love. So that goes back to what you were saying, that trust is more important than love. Trust is more important and respect. Yes. And if that person can come back and honestly prove themselves worthy, trustworthy, and show you ultimately respect, then you have a good chance, I think, of making it. But it's once they continue to let you down 
or you see they haven't changed their stripes, mm-hmm. then what is the point? Right. Now, what is the point? And that's why I always, when people ask, what are you looking for in a relationship? Mm-hmm. My first thing usually is respect. Someone who respects me because I feel like respect is I will treat you the way I would want to be treated. That's how I define respect. So whoever I'm with, I'm going to respect them because, or to the most that I feel that I am. I'm going to respect them because I wouldn't want them to do this or that behind my back or in front of my face or whatever. So I want the same from them. And because I respect God. So if I'm respecting God and I don't want to dishonor him, then I'm going to do whatever it is to make sure that I respect, you know, God's child. That's just my two cents, my TED talk. I still believe the same. All about respect. Okay. All about respect. What about you? What do you think is like a sign that it's it's really true love. Is it respect? Is it trust? Both of those things. Let me know on social media at Go Girl Movement or at I am Ashley Caprice. So this next clip comes from episode 41 of the Go Girl podcast and it's how to find your purpose featuring life purpose coach, Shelly Mache. It was an awesome episode. It was kind of long, but we were just talking about career paths and your journey and talking about how to find your purpose. And if you're living in your purpose and your truth, really, really awesome episode, especially if you're looking to pivot in your career, you're looking for trying to find your why and trying to figure out what you're doing with your life. Episode 41 is for you. And in one part, she starts talking about her children. She has two daughters. And they're adults and they they show up for her and they're there for her as a person, not always just as a mother. Here she is talking about her daughters. And I find it to be funny, but I've literally laid on both of my daughter's shoulders at one time or another and and have just cried. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that I have children who not only I get to console, but sometimes they look at me as a person and not their mother. Mm-hmm. And so when they take off the mom glasses and, oh, my mom does this, my mom does that, and they put on the person glasses, then they actually become comforters for me sometimes. Yeah. And I, I'm really I'm really blessed to be able to have that. My my oldest has wiped my tears. Mm-hmm. She has, you know, spoken life into me. She she has uplifted me, you know, mm-hmm. and she stood by me and watched me fall down and watched me get up. And my youngest has done the same. So mm-hmm. it's really been it's really been a blessing. And that's that goes to show how much you are as a woman, as a great mother as Aww. well, you know, and how open you are with them because um, like some parents have that where it's like, no, I'm the parent, you're the child and everything. I'm blessed also to have amazing parents where I feel like I see them as a person and we yes. help each other, right? And we're mm-hmm. there for each other. And if I'm crying, they have my back. If they're crying, you know, I have their back. Yes. So that's and it's so, so beautiful, isn't it? Isn't that a beautiful thing? Yeah. When you're able to take off the um the parent glasses, mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, whoa. I remember when um my mother actually became a person to me and I was like, mm-hmm. What's what's the problem here? You're my mother. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, why all this? Why all this? <laughs> mm-hmm. But 
it actually gave me a new perspective and a better perspective because number one, it allowed me to take her off of the pedestal. Take your mother off the cross. Stop. She can do wrong. She's a person. She does hurt. She's a person. Mm. She does get frustrated. She's a person. She, you know, she's just like you. We, we are, we're people. Give her that opportunity to just be human. And when I was able to do that, I really was able to, to see her differently and, and look at her differently and smile even more with her and understand that she's going to slip sometimes too. She's going to fall sometimes too. She wants somebody to help lift her up sometimes too. Why, why shouldn't that be me? Why do I have to send her out to somebody else for somebody else to pour life into her, right. to hug her, to let her know that she's wonderful and, and, and beautiful? It shouldn't just have to come from me, her daughter. It should come from me, her fellow woman, too. Yes. We're having a human experience, right? Like, we're all exactly. going through this journey. We're all connected. We all have feelings and emotions. And just because someone is a parent doesn't mean they can't show or be vulnerable with their children, right? Yes. Okay. And I think we take that away from them. I think as children, we take that away from them. And I think as society, we take it away because we say, when you become a parent, then you're this, you're this. Mm -hmm. When you become a parent, blah, blah. And we take the the vulnerability side away from them. We take the, the fragility away from them. We take, like you just said, the human side away from them because we stick them to their title. And that's just not fair. Now, sometimes we can look at our parent as just our parents, right? They can look at us as just their child and we keep them in that box, which is like, okay, of course, respect them in that way. But also like this is another human being. And I know just growing up sometimes you can see your parents as like, they know it all. They're perfect. You know, I want to do everything like my parents. They're my heroes and get older. (laughs) You you still want to, you know, you still love your parents and, you know, you, they are great role models and everything. But you also realize, oh, they're human. They also make mistakes. They also have emotions and feelings. And I need to be there for them. And they are also there for you because they see you as a person and not just as their daughter or their mother. So I really enjoyed the episode. I was happy she opened up to me about that. Now, if you do have some issues with, with mom and, you know, there's a mother wound is what they call it, right? Maybe you were hurt in your childhood and you didn't forgive your mom for some things, then we are now taught to reparent ourselves and reparent our inner child and go back to that young girl and talk to her and give her the love that she might've needed at the age that she was probably hurt from whoever, but in this case, maybe her mother. So I had a whole episode with Dr. Gertrude Lyons, Go Girl episode 84, How to Reparent Yourself and Mother Your Inner Child. It was a beautiful episode, but the clip I'm playing today is especially for the new moms where it's about how to set those boundaries when people are giving unsolicited advice. Here's Dr. Gertrude Lyons. This is a topic a lot of people do not talk about. You know, we think about motherhood and all of the good that comes with it. And, you know, Mother's Day is so elaborate and amazing. And, oh, can't wait to be a mom. Oh, I'm a mom. I'm going to do everything. And (laughs) the faces you're making are like, yeah, all of the people in society 
But sometimes, you know, women don't put themselves first. Sometimes we need to learn to mother ourselves. So I want to get into that today with you. I was actually listening to one of your episodes. We'll get right into it about reparenting Mm -hmm. your inner child. Right, because you're often giving your children all the things that you didn't give get yourself. Right. Right. Right? So we call it like growing yourself up with your child, with your children, you know, and parenting yourself, reparenting yourself as you parent your child. So it's this beautiful process of being able to paint beautiful, painful and disturbing, which is uncomfortable, uncomfortable, right? right? And not the most comfortable thing, but incredibly rewarding as far as our self-awareness, as far as being able to have a greater, greater power in our life and requisite variety as we fill in those gaps and give ourselves what we didn't have before. What boundaries should women set when someone is trying to give advice about their Mm -hmm. lives or just advice about their mothering? I don't know. There's something about when a, particularly in the sphere of a woman the minute she gets pregnant and then has children that we, we, we become like public property. Like everybody right. feels so inclined to just give unsolicited advice all over the place. Right, 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 right. right, right. Whether it's advice or, you know, oh, you know, I, I remember when I got pregnant and I was going to be giving birth in August. How many people are like, oh, August, you know, it's going to be so hot. And you know, so sometimes it's advice, sometimes it's just unsolicited, like their hardship story, you know? Right. <laughs> so one, you know, I can't control what is going to mm. necessarily, I mean, I, I can put myself in environments that are, you know, I can choose, you know, who I surround myself with, you right. know, and increase the likelihood that, you know, they're going to respect a boundary or ask my permission to mm-hmm. to give or see if I would like, you know, their thoughts on something. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we said, like out in the world, it, you know, there's, and sometimes well-meaning, but one understanding that they have their own stuff going on. And right. oftentimes they're just saying shit that, or stuff, sorry. Um, no, it's fine. That is all about them. Right. right. So that's just some projection. Know, kind of yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The the projection and they see that and it's like, what, you know, and they just blop it out at you. One thing that in the immediate uh, that I like to give is kind of a comeback to that is, oh, that's really interesting. Can you tell me why you're sharing that with me? Mm-hmm. Or uh, where's that coming from for you? Mm-hmm. And the putting it back on them, it really is a huge self-care kind of because I want to understand, like, where is this coming from? Like, what is your intention? And mm. what is your intention in telling me that, you know, and what, what are you hoping I will, you know, come away with in your, in that advice or share and allow myself to be curious and take care of myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And because I don't have to take, you know, anything right. uh, that I want or, you know, that they're like dishing out, but I also can be open and curious. And then I find when I do that, I actually get to know that person. Uh, you know, something else is going to happen other than that thing that was going to happen mm-hmm. in that regard. So, you know, as far as it, but that takes practice, you know, but it's good to, thing to have in your back pocket, you know, mm-hmm. in those moments to, to respond that way and just take a breath and then see how you want to respond. Notice how you're feeling in that moment when somebody puts that out. Do I feel hurt by what they're saying? Do I feel afraid because I just brought something up I hadn't thought of before, Mm. you know, 
or I'm angry because, you know, they're putting something in my space that I didn't ask for. When I can recognize that and just even name it to myself, I'm going to have more, it helps bring us our brain back online from a, a, what we call a hijack, you know, because right. they just triggered something, you know, mm-hmm. in their in their unsolicited, well-meaning advice. And I have the capacity to respond, you know, in different ways, but not until I name what I'm feeling. Yes, know your feelings. Know when you're feeling disrespected and uncomfortable. That is your time to set some boundaries. You know, I talk all about that. So the last clip I'm going to play comes from a girl, Dr. Morgan Anderson. She's actually been on a show a couple of times to talk about attachment theory. She was featured in Go Girl episode 65, dissecting the anxious, avoidant, and secure attachment styles. Now, we were talking all about relationships. I realize I'm a little avoidant, a lot of avoidant, <laughs> and a little anxious. Like, ah, I'm a mix of both, which could be overwhelming sometimes. But we talked all about how these attachment styles can show up in your relationships. But what about in motherhood. We grow up and then we want to become these secure adults, right? We learned a certain attachment when we're young, a lot of times avoidant, a lot of times anxious. But how do we grow up as a secure child with secure attachment? So I talked to her about like giving advice to moms and how they can raise their children to be more secure. So I love, love, love this episode. Take a listen. So, uh, of course, go girl. Got a lot of moms that listen. Hey, hey. Uh, some some men might listen as well. Just dedicated to the parents right now. What advice would you give them to instill into their children during the developmental stages and how they can help their child have that secure attachment style so that we're not older and going through yes. the anxious avoidant and all I of that. Love, I love this question. I've never been asked it, but I've thought about it a lot. Hmm. So it's a great question. I have a twin sister and she has two kids oh. and they're three and two. So I talk a lot about parenting with her because she has asked me the same thing. She's like, okay, Morgan, attachment theory expert. How do hmm. I... Oh, my kids have secure attachment, you know? Right. So here's the thing. Secure attachment is a secure base, right? It's knowing that when I come to you, I will be heard. I will be understood. There's a space for me when I'm struggling. So the best thing you can do is be that, you know, we call it the good enough parent. There is no perfect parenting. That's a lie. But showing up and essentially holding that space for your child and and supporting them in their development in a way that says, hey, I see you. I accept you as you are, all the parts of you. And I'm I'm here for you to support you as you grow. That's perfect. And be a secure parent. And then when you're a secure parent, then it'll help your child be more of a secure, a secure child. Yes. Mm -hmm. This for for my helicopter parents also like keep (laughs) in mind when it's a secure base. What Mm -hmm. what does that mean? It's a secure base from which your child should then be able to go out into the world and take risks and be their best selves. And sometimes you got to let them fail. You got to let them go through whatever it is so that they build 
that resiliency. Wow. If you're the anxious parent, you're the one that's always there picking them up immediately, right? So let them develop the security within themselves as well to go out and fail and push through it. Wow, that's good. That's it's kind of like finding Nemo. <laughs> let, <laughs> let Nemo go, yeah. learn their, his own experiences, and then he'll learn his he'll lessons. Come back, he'll and come he'll back. come back because yes. he created that secure place that he yes. knew he could come back no matter what. Yes, moms, it is okay to let go. I'm not a mom yet, so I can't say much about that. I do know that I might be that type of mom because. I am very protective of my family. So I know when I have kids, it's probably going to be worse. Like I'm really going to be protective. But anyway, I'm learning the secure attachment right now. I'm much, I'm leaning much more into the secure attachment rather than the avoidant and anxious. So I'll leave it there. When I have kids, they're going to be good and healthy and secure. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Go Girl podcast and you learned something new about being a mom or being a better mom, right? And I just want to show love to all of you and say that I am proud of you. If no one else has said it, I am proud of you. You're doing a great job, mom. Okay. And sometimes I feel like you need to tell yourself that I'm doing a great job. You're everywhere. You're doing everything. You're showing up for everybody. You got to show up for yourself. So I hope this Sunday you take some time to relax and that you celebrate yourself for doing a damn good job. You deserve it. All right. I'll talk to you next week. I love you. Go girl. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Go Girl podcast. Please subscribe, rate and leave a review and be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Connect with me on social media at Go Girl Movement or subscribe to the blog at www.gogirlmovement.org. By the way, have you purchased your copy of the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love? Ten chapters full of ways to love yourself better. It's available right now on Amazon. Thank you for your support. I love you and I'll talk to you next time. Go girl.